Hey ladies, I've managed to go live myself again successfully. You don't know how big a deal that is, that I did not have to call on my sons for help. Um, and as people are jumping on here, you may watch this later. Um, I don't know how many college football fans are in the house, but the Wallace boys are at the UT game tonight. And so I had to fend for myself uh, for Facebook Live. So they're cheering on the Vols and we all need to pray the Vols have a better season or Pastor Kevin's gonna be in a bad mood all football season. So I am so sorry. I'm going like late at night. Um, I hope you're done with dinner. Again, I had intended to go at noon, but it just did not work that way. And I am finding my life is not my own right now. Not complaining, but I appreciate all the grace that you ladies are giving me to be flexible when I, I hop on here. So um, I'm excited. I had a word that I felt like the Lord spoke to me early this morning that I've been wanting to share with you. It'll be very brief. And then Kevin and I had the awesome privilege of going to dinner, kind of like a late lunch actually, um, with Jeremiah Johnson. Um, we've I've never actually got to meet him. Him, but he just happened to be in town and we connected and just to sit at the table and hear what he had to say, it confirmed so much about what we have been praying and seeking the Lord about. And I just thought that was cool and to have that confirmation at dinner. So um, I'm going to jump right in here. And uh, first of all, I want to say um, on Tuesdays at Redemption to the Nation's Church, we have noon prayer every Tuesday at noon. Um, and for those of you that are in Chattanooga or you go to our church or in the area, you are always welcome in our sanctuary from noon to 1 p.m. on Tuesdays for prayer. Kevin and I will lead and our students um, are in there praying with us. Um, and so during this time of fasting, from noon to one on Tuesdays, that will be our time that day to connect and pray. And you can join with me for live prayer at that time. If you're not from our church or in the Chattanooga area, you can watch it on live stream. You can actually connect with noon prayer wherever you are. It's a very powerful time. And like I said, Kevin gets to jump in there too. So um, any Tuesday during this fast, jump on with us instead of this group, jump on uh, to noon prayer. And we'll intercede together as we're seeking the Lord over the next 21 days. We're doing three sets of seven. So I hope you've been thinking about your next set of seven as you're in the middle of this one. And then I also hope you have gotten in accountability groups for fasting. I met with our students today at school. They're starting with us on a three-day fast Monday. And they got in groups of three. And they decided what they were going to fast together because there's just so much support when someone is suffering with you and having victory with you. And so I challenge you ladies, don't do this alone. Um, it will help you a lot just to get in a group of seven or three, two or more is all you have to have according to scripture for that power of agreement. So um, last night, uh, something crazy happened for me. Um, after the very first day of fasting last night, the Lord awakened uh, spiritual dreams in me. Now, I am a dreamer, but I'm just going to be straight honest. Since we have had our beautiful gift of baby Genesis, I have not dreamed at night because I don't think I go into REM sleep ever. Like, we're up so much. I'm up so much with her. I don't think I have fallen into a deep enough pattern of sleep 
in a very long time to have a dream. But sure enough, after seeking the Lord, one day in this crazy fast and praying for the tsunami to begin, in the deep places of my sleep, so in the deep places, we cried out yesterday for the tsunami to begin in the deep places, the places under the surface. And of course, sleep is when we fall under the surface of the natural realm. And uh, I had two back-to-back dreams that I won't share. Um, I wish I could say they were pleasant, but they were more warning dreams. And they were more the enemy, ex- um, the Lord exposing the plans of the enemy. They were both prophetic and they were also very personal for my house. And so I'm just sharing that. I know you're like, oh, please share the dreams. <laughs> Not today, but I'm sharing that I had the dreams because I do remember praying yesterday for you to ask the Lord to speak to you in your dreams. And I want to just declare that again over you, that the Lord would unlock Um, his voice in the night season. Sometimes our flesh runs interference in the day and we are in a season of fasting where we're telling our flesh to shut up so we can hear by the spirit. And I'm a very busy person during the day. My mind goes a hundred miles an hour and I think that's why I'm a dreamer. And when the Lord can shush me into a place of sleep and my flesh becomes still, then he can speak to the deep places of my spirit. And so we're just going to pray during these next 20 days left that your sleep life becomes active in the spirit. That while you're resting, that the Lord unlocks the mysteries of heaven. Not while you're striving, but while you're resting that the Lord will unlock the mysteries of heaven. And so keep a journal by your bed. Now what I do, um, I used to do journaling, but now we have this wonderful thing called voice memos on our phone. And I will just grab my phone, even if it's three o'clock in the morning, and just push that voice memo and say the dream. Because if you don't uh, get that dream uh, recorded right after you wake up, it will fade. The details will fade at times as you go through your day. So be prepared, ladies. Go to bed. Pray a prayer of sanctification over your mind and your sleep. Give your sleep to the Lord. Ask him to speak to you. Invite him into your nighttime and then expect him to speak. Um, And so some of you may have dreams that are very personal. God may speak um, uh, dreams to you that affect our whole nation. So Lord, I just take a moment. I stop. I pause. I stretch my hands over this live stream. And I pray for all the women of fire who are joining with us during this time of seeking you. Lord, unlock dreams in the night season. Lord, I pray you would speak to us in the deep season of sleep as our flesh is still and our minds are asleep, but our spirit is awake. I pray that the deep would call into deep. For the women who are so busy um, so often, let their rest season be a season of revelation. I just hear the Lord saying, I'm going to turn your rest into a time of revelation. And I pray that you will unlock what is hidden as we sleep and, and let spiritual dreams come alive. Let our dream life come alive in the name of Jesus. For the woman who says, I've never had a spiritual dream, I declare an awakening to that that gift of dreams over your life. And I pray, Lord, that you will speak more in our rest than you even do when we're awake um, over the coming days. So I just speak that over you. And so I just want to remind you of one more thing before I jump into this word. Monday starts Rosh Hashanah. So I taught on this at our school today, but Monday starts Rosh Hashanah, Monday through Wednesday, 
um, is the Jewish holiday of Rosh Hashanah, um, which is part of the Hebrew lunar calendar. And all that means, you can research it yourself, but to make it really simple, it is the Jewish New Year. Um, so it's like our New Year's Day. Um, Rosh Hashanah begins Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. If you really want to get into it, get some apples and honey and feed them to your children and declare the blessings and the promises of the Lord over your year. But I'm telling you this because um, our church will be entering a corporate fast Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday during Rosh Hashanah. It just aligns that way. So our students are joining with me. And what I encouraged our students to do today is they are setting spiritual goals for this coming year, as if it's New Year's. And they're praying those things during the fast. They're setting financial goals, social goals, family goals, academic goals. And if you want to have a little project of homework over the weekend, uh, before Monday hits, um, while we are in this season of three and seven, which is a new beginning and creative order, it sounds like a new year to me. And why don't you uh, just write down some declarations, some not New Year's resolutions, but New Year's declarations over your life. And for those three days, um, declare those over your children, your family, your marriage, whatever God may lead you. So I want to just quickly download this word before Genesis needs me again. She's resting now, and I've got the Wallace girls watching her and being on target for me. Um, what I heard this morning um, in my spirit, actually, the Lord spoke it to me for the first time last night at our church while Pastor Tony Stewart was preaching. Um, I just kept hearing, sound the alarm, sound the alarm, sound the alarm. And as I was praying into it, the Lord spoke to me and said, you tell the ladies that their sound is the tsunami. Their sound is is the tsunami. So I just dove into this last night and today, and I want to just download this to you so you have it as a prayer focus. So on a scientific note, um, because the Lord is a genius and everything he speaks lines up with his creation, and creation only testifies of the principles of the kingdom. On a scientific note, this is what is crazy. Are you ready for this? The Lord said, Tell the ladies their sound is the tsunami. I just started reading articles on the connection between tsunamis and sound. And this is what I found. It's going to be twofold. Um, it's going to be uh, something that is a release and something that I'm going to call a resistance we set up. Um, so in the kingdom of darkness, um, the kingdom of darkness will always mimic what God is doing in the kingdom of light. The enemy is not a creator. He is an imitator. And that's why we should not imitate. We are like our enemy when we imitate something or someone else. Uh, the enemy cannot create. He has no creative power, but he does have the power to imitate. He has the power uh, to create something that is false, something that is fake. And we will see this. He'll imitate the spirit. Um, you know, I'm not going to get into a theological debate, but drunkenness um, is a spirit as an imitation of the work of the spirit. That's why the Bible will say, don't be drunk with wine where it is excess, but be filled with the spirit. That's why on the day of Pentecost, they thought they were drunk. Uh, the, the enemy's form of the, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit is drunkenness. The Lord's form is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So the enemy's always creating. 
And so as we were declaring over our school, wave after wave of his glory would come, the Lord spoke to me and he said, Devin, the enemy is creating um, imitation waves. He's creating his own waves. As he knows that I am producing kingdom waves, he's also trying to produce waves to take out my people. And so as I was just praying about this principle, I thought about, wow, Lord, it does feel like our nation has been hit by a tsunami of darkness. I know that you are prophesying a tsunami of glory and a tsunami of light. But let me just tell you, COVID feels like a tsunami. <laughs> Maximum damage. I mean, it just came out of nowhere. One day we woke up and in about two weeks, the whole world changed. That was a tsunami of darkness. When I think about the racial division and hate, I mean, there, racism has been in our nation for a very long time, but I have never seen the, ra the, the rage and the hatred that came with the tsunami of division that seemed to hit our nation. And I can now see, as the Lord revealed that, wow, the enemy is also creating tsunamis. And we need to raise up a resistance. We need to raise up a, a wall against that. Uh, because we have been given dominion on the earth. The Father releases his will in heaven. And it is our job as ambassadors of the kingdom to come into agreement with that will and to call this earth into kingdom order. Your atmosphere is your domain. You have been given charge over your atmosphere, charge over your home, charge over your land. And we have to accept kingdom responsibility. It is not our job to blame God for every bad thing that happens. He put us in charge. And when the earth is in chaos, it's because there is a failure of the sons and daughters of God to rise up in the Holy Spirit, the seal of the kingdom, and to declare the will of the Father. And so we have to look at these dark waves and we have to own it church we have to to take some responsibility that the enemy is raging but that we have been called to be the force the church is the force that the gates of hell cannot prevail against that is not a defensive term that is an offensive term the church should not always be on defense we should be taking ground and the enemy should not be able to do anything about it and so i don't want to be the irresponsible christian that wakes up every day and shows all the responsibility on God. He has established the kingdom within us. He gave his only son, purchased us with a price, poured out the gift of the Holy Spirit, took back the keys that Adam and Eve surrendered, and he put them in our hands. And it's time that we, especially in the American church, we take some responsibility for what's going on around us, and we get on our knees and we pray. And so I was just reading two things about sound. It's so amazing. And number one is this. There are sound waves that happen, and it says this, deep below the ocean surface. So here we go, deep calling unto deep. Did you hear that? That the deep places actually make a sound. There are sound waves, and they're called acoustic gravity waves and they take place under the ocean surface and they do two things that are going to rock our world as we fast and seek the Lord and we stand on this word that God has said daughter of God your sound is the tsunami number one studies are now showing and proving that acoustic gravity waves can be used to dissipate and stop tsunamis before they hit the surface. So if we go by what I taught yesterday, let's say the ocean is the spirit realm, 
and the shore is the natural realm. A tsunami causes the damage when it hits the natural realm. Lots of activity can be taking place in the spirit, but we need to intercept that activity while it's in the spirit realm, and we need to release the kingdom of God, and we need to bind the kingdom of darkness before it ever hits the natural realm, and that is the concept of a tsunami. It has to be stopped in the ocean before it hits the shore. And now they are are using sound technology to destroy tsunamis before they hit the ocean. And this is how it works. A tsunami is a sudden surge of energy, meaning an earthquake, a volcanic eruption, and there's other random things that can cause it. It's a sudden burst of energy. This is the science of how a tsunami works. That energy, instead of coming from the surface like a regular wave, the energy is an explosion underneath. And it begins to move toward the land. It begins to move from the spirit to the natural realm. And as that tsunami is moving toward land, it is using that powerful energy to reach the land. And I'm going to teach on this another day, but I need to go ahead and tell you the science of it now. As the tsunami hits the ocean, shallow waters, sorry, the shore, shallow waters in the shore, that the energy that it was using to move through the ocean can begin to be impeded by the land. Instead of the tsunami dying, the energy that was used to move the tsunami forward, when it begins to hit shore, it actually pushes the tsunami up, creating the, the height of the wave. Meaning the greater the energy, the higher the wave. The higher the wave, the more the damage. So when we're talking about damaging the kingdom of darkness, then we need maximum energy in the spirit to push against the natural realm. And the, 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 the more powerful the energy, it does not cause the wave to dissipate when it hits the shore. It causes it to rise higher. So you can keep that in your pocket. I'll teach you on that in a minute. So the way this um, acoustic gravity waves, they work, they are able to use sound waves in the ocean that will actually burn up, use up the energy of the tsunami as it is moving in so that by the time it reaches the shore, it's exhausted. All the energy has been used up and it either doesn't happen or the wave is so much smaller than what it could have been. So if your sound is the tsunami and you can grasp the science of this, let me break it down. If the enemy is creating tsunamis of darkness against your life and our nation and the kingdom, then we have got to intercept those tsunamis of darkness before they hit the natural realm. I am sick and tired of the church being in a defensive pattern where we are always reacting to darkness. We are always playing cleanup of the mess. We are always responding to what the enemy has done. And I believe it's time for the church to move from the defensive to the offensive. And it's time to stop some of these assignments of the enemy before we ever see them manifest in our homes, in our schools, in our cities, and in our nation. And I believe because the church has not been successful in spiritual warfare, we have not got on our knees in prayer. We are waiting till the, the tsunamis of darkness hit our shores and then we're like um, the Red Cross, right? We come in and we clean up and we help heal bodies and we're trying to deal with the carnage.
image. But what the Lord is calling us to do in this season of seeking Him is move from a rescue response team to an acoustic gravity wave team that decides, you know what? We're not going to wait till the tsunami hits the shore. We are going to attack the tsunami as it's in the ocean. And listen to this. We're going to wear it out before it ever hits the natural realm. I am in my daughter's nursery, but I'm about to run around this room like I'm at Redemption to the Nations point, Redemption to the Nations Church because that stirs my spirit. That, Lord, you mean I don't have to sit around and watch the enemy wreak havoc all around us? We can go in the spirit to the assignment of the enemy that he is plotting in secret. We can go into the spirit realm in our times of prayer and fasting. We can identify the wave of darkness and we can come with such a sound do you hear me? It is the sound that wears the tsunami wave out. Those sound waves travel 10 times faster than the tsunami wave. Your sound is a deadly weapon, especially to the waves of darkness. You mean, Father, we can look at the attack of the enemy before it ever comes into the spirit realm, and we can release a sound that will travel further and faster and we'll hit that tsunami wave before it can reach shore and suck the energy out of that force so it is a puny surface wave by the time it reaches the shore. And this is what has been burning in my spirit all day, ladies. It is time for the women of fire to release a sound in the spirit that will attack the waves that are coming, not just clean up the waves we have already allowed to reach the shore. God has tsunamis of glory that are going to crash into this nation, but we are not going to allow the tsunamis of the enemy to cohabitate with the tsunamis of glory. And I believe this time of fasting and prayer is not just about releasing the tsunami of God. It's about us also preventing what the enemy has planned to steal awakening, steal revival, and to attempt to defeat the church. Your sound matters, and your sound has the ability to wear the devil out. If you are not shouting, you should be right there in your home. Your sound means something. And also, these acoustic gravity waves, they are also used to detect tsunamis. So listen to this. The same sound that will destroy the tsunami is also the same sound that will tell you a tsunami's coming. So outside of them using it to destroy tsunamis, they also use these same waves to tell the shore a tsunami is coming. Because when that energy erupts underneath the ocean surface, it will release a sound. And that sound travels 10 times faster than the incoming tsunami wave, which means when a tsunami is coming, you will hear it before you see it. Okay. When a tsunami is coming to the shore, you will detect the sound 
before you see the wave. So not only are we releasing a sound to go before us and destroy the waves of the enemy, I declare the release of your sound over the next 20 days is the announcement that the glory wave is coming. We will hear it before we see it. And if the church does not start making a sound, we will not see the wave of, re of awakening. A silent church will never birth revival. The word says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, that requires the release of a sound. And so daughter of God, not only to destroy the works of darkness, but to release a wave of awakening. Tonight, I have come to release a sound in you. I have come to take the mask off in the spirit. I have come to break the muzzle off of your mouth. Some of you are not comfortable with making a loud sound in the spirit, and that is about to shift in your life. Because the unified sound of the women of fire is going to announce awakening and it's going to wear out the kingdom of darkness. I want to read this scripture to you. There's so many we could use about sound, but... Isaiah 58 is what we call the fasting chapter, and it's where the Lord is really rebuking his people, saying, look, you're fasting, but I'm not hearing you, because when you fast, you have a bad attitude. When you have a fast, you're not taking care of the poor, and basically, he's addressing hypocrisy in Isaiah 58, people who are fasting out of religious ritual, but their hearts are far from the Lord, but the Lord commands them twice when you're fasting, if you want answers, this is what he says. Isaiah 58 and 1 says this, cry aloud, do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their transgressions, to the house of Jacob their sins. And then he goes on with the rebuke to saying, look, if you're seeking me every day, but your heart is not right, your fast is not going to work. But it says this, let me turn over to verse 9. He starts in verse 6 saying, look, when you get your heart right and you start trying to loose the wicked and feed the poor and you, you get my heart in your fast, then verse 9 says this, then you shall call unto me and the Lord shall answer. You shall cry and he will say, here I am. Those are active words of making a sound. Cry aloud, spare not, lift up your voice like a trumpet. Then verse 9 saying, call and I will answer. Cry and I will say I am here. And this is in the chapter on fasting. So what I want to do is I'm so glad we started fasting, but fasting is not going to be enough this time. I love my silent, shy individuals, but this is not just going to be a fast where we don't put food in our mouth. This is going to be a fast where we let sound come out of our mouth. And I just declare it's not going to just be about what you don't put in. God is also requiring for something to come out that is going to silence the waves of the enemy and birth a wave of his glory um, in our coming gathering and in this new year on the Hebrew calendar. So what I want to do now is just let you soak on this word. I want you to make a vow within yourself for the next few days of this fast. I am going to pray and praise and worship and declare like I never have before. And I am going to see myself 
as a shofar, which you are. You have a diaphragm. It fills with air, and out of it comes a sound, which is the ruach of God passing through the frame of humanity and producing a voice of authority. You are the trumpet. You have been given an eternal, an eternal trumpet. And for the next 20 days, not only am I telling you, you got to fast something. I'm saying that you no longer have permission to sit silently. You don't have permission to pray quietly. Now, if you're at work and you're in your car, God will hear your whisper. But if you have to find a closet in your house, if you have to go into your woods, if you have to lock yourself in your car, I am asking you to commit some time during your day where you can lift your voice like a trumpet. You can let the authority of heaven come behind your words. You know good and well, when you get mad at your babies, you don't whisper. The louder you get, the more that they know you mean business because volume and authority go hand in hand. Some of you are like, oh, that's, it's so fleshly just to lean on sound. But the more sound that's coming out of your mouth, the more ruach that is behind your voice. And authority and sound go hand in hand. And no longer are you going to be timid. No longer are you going to be afraid to lift your voice. But I declare a breakthrough is coming to you, daughter of God. That muzzle is coming off. The enemy put it on you because he fears the fierceness of your sound. I'm telling you, the mask is coming off. You may have to wear it at work because of COVID, but you do not have to wear it in the spirit while you pray. And the tsunami is released in your sound. So as you're fasting, I want you to let it rip. What's that mean on a practical note, Pastor Devin? I pray loud. I sing loud and I worship loud. You don't want to stand next to me in church. Now, if I got a microphone, I try to make sure I'm on key. And you shouldn't be shouting in a microphone if you can't be on key. And I've probably done it a couple times. But when it's just me and the Lord or it's me on the front row, I let every sound come out of my mouth. I don't care what it sounds like. I don't care if it's a new song. I don't care if it's a crazy sound. I embarrass the heck out of my children. But I have learned my voice is a weapon. And when I need breakthrough, I will let the wind of God flow over my vocal cords and I will let it come out however it comes out. And I'm going to tell you something breaks over me when that happens. Apathy breaks off of me. Fear breaks off of me. And I will feel the authority of heaven rising up in me. Not because I've got to be loud, but because it is the force of the spirit being released from my mouth without fear, without inhibition, without intimidation, and without the fear of man. And so some of you are going to have to sing loud. Some of you are going to have to learn. I'm going to pray loud. I'm going to cry out to heaven. And you know, you might be uncomfortable at first. I'm not going to lie. Some people are just not comfortable. But daughter of God, just give it a try. You're not going to believe this about me. I used to be shy. I used to not be loud. And when the Lord broke that fear off my life, and when I learned about the weapon of sound, a freedom came to me in my worship. A freedom came to me in my prayer life. And I can feel a release when I release my sound. And so I'm just encouraging you. I don't care if nobody's around. You are the trumpet. And the Lord is commanding us to lift our voice like a trumpet. And your sound is the tsunami. So let me just pray and bless you now. And then maybe before some of you go to bed, you can sound the trumpet in your own home. So let me pray over you now. Father, 
I thank you for this word you've given us today. Holy Spirit, you are so faithful to speak to us. You are so faithful to give us dreams. You're so faithful to share the revelation of heaven with us. And Lord, as daughters, we're just humbled by that. And we hear you. We take your word to heart, Lord, and we will put your word into action. And so right now, Father, I come into agreement with your word. I'm not declaring Devin's word. I declare your word over these daughters. And I declare their sound is the tsunami. And in the name of Jesus, I declare, let the sound of heaven come out of our daughters now in the name of Jesus. May the Ruach of God come over their vocal cords with force. I feel a shout in my spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, let the Ruach of God pass over their vocal cords. I declare the muzzles break. I declare the sound barriers break. I declare fear and intimidation breaks. I declare a spirit of timidity breaks in the name of Jesus. And I declare the authority of the Holy Ghost is rising up in the daughters and some of them who have never released a sound or a shout before. I declare that the Shabbat of God is coming over their spirit. I declare their voice is going to be released like a trumpet. And Father, as they release a sound at home or in their car or in their neighborhood, wherever they go, I declare those sound waves in the name of Jesus. May they be carried by the spirit against the waves of the enemy. And I declare as every day, Lord, as we pursue you persistently, as we wake up and we lift our voice like a trumpet, may those sound waves collide with the waves of darkness and may they wear those waves out. May the force of the spirit drain the energy of the, of the dark kingdom that has tried to come against our homes and our nation in the name of Jesus. And we declare the tsunamis of the enemy will not reach the shore. They will not manifest in the natural realm, but they will be sabotaged in the spirit realm by the sound of the daughters. And Father, I pray as we release our sound, not only will it dissipate the waves of the enemy, but it will announce the arrival of a tsunami of awakening. Oh, Father, I feel this in my spirit. God, I declare for the next 20 days, we will hear what's coming before we see it. We will hear the waves of the spirit before we see them, God. We will hear the revelation of the spirit and the intentions of your heart before we see them. And I declare that the rejoicing and the declarations and the sound of these daughters will be living proof that the tsunami is on its way and has already been released. So right now, Father, let the sound come forth out of the daughters of God and let authority and victory be on their lips. In the name of Jesus, I declare this over them now. In Jesus' name. So I hope you can receive this. I hope you can break silence and break timidity and let your sound flow in the name of Jesus. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you.